for women mm-hmm. in business mm-hmm. um, and so put out the taxes and mm-hmm. so mainly I've done QuickBook training which mm-hmm. is very popular mm-hmm. uh, I believe use QuickBook yeah the, um, it's very uh, I use it for our counseling business um, but ours is a mess now at the top of the about to let her own <laughs> after the show yeah well QuickBook is, is very it's, it's one of the um, mostly and widely used software programs for mm-hmm. um, you know, small businesses yes so um, a lot of people mess up their book and yeah. so I think it's always good to have additional training so we've done trainings and also like I use the space for um, if someone has a meeting, you know, I have other friends that do other things, so we kind mm-hmm. of use it as a get together too as well mm-hmm. uh, if they have things going on. So I try to support my uh, Latina entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, here in town. Okay. So why dive into being an entrepreneur, especially full-time entrepreneur? Because it could be a scary situation. As one, you know, because as we're taught when we grow. The model is go to school, get a good education, and then sometimes, you know, it's either college or go work for somebody, learn to skip, well, back in the 50s and 60s, whatever, like, you know, learn to drive. <laughs> Not that anymore, but, like, right now, like, you know, the whole thing, college, 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 go work for somebody, right. and, you know, work, have kids, all these different milestones, retire, and then die. <laughs> right. It seems like everything is done for us, right? Like, uh-huh. it's like we're in this system where everything is done for us. For me, uh, stepping out of that mm-hmm. model uh, was, you know, it was very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of doubts even when I applied for my LLC, you know, with the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, I felt anxiety. Like, I was like, am I going to really do this? I'm going <laughs> to actually have a name uh-huh. you know, for my company. And just that, I'm thinking, this is stupid. It's like, uh-huh. it's just like a paper. Like, it yeah. didn't give me anxiety. But even as an accountant, uh-huh. it was scary to say, yeah. I am going to do this. I mean, it takes yeah. this stuff out of, and I think, you know, working for so long, it's great to be employed sometimes because mm-hmm. you learn a lot of things. Yeah, you do. And I think for me, it was just, um, I was really, I, you know, I'm not lying to you when I mm-hmm. say I was really tired of getting up in the morning. It was like, it was exhausting. Yeah, because like this daunting task. Like, there's nothing to look forward to. You just go through this perpetual emotion and stuff. Yes, it felt like that. I mean, I was, I love accounting and I love what I do, mm-hmm. but it, it was just, I was not, I was missing something and I didn't yeah. know what it was. Mm-hmm. So the thing. I had no idea what it was, mm-hmm. but I was tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a, a, a huge pay cut when I moved back to town. It was very hard to find a job. So I um, decided that I didn't want to be in that. I didn't want to feel like I was um, in a wheel, you know, like a little rat, you know, like. Just an analogy I give everybody. Oh my God. It is. Like, you, I'm like, I didn't even get to say it this time. You did. I tell people all the time that, like, you know, especially I'm for the small business. Right. I, I really am. And I'm for like the rookie person starting out. Uh, like I, I, I even have a workshop that I'm doing uh, next month and making where I have uh, I'm inviting rookie businesses and people who want to start a business and who have aspirations of doing so and setting them up properly because 
in interviewing people and in going to other people's businesses. This is one of the first things I did when I was in college, right? I was doing a market research project. I went into a private practice counseling. It was part-time right here. He was also a professor at Fort Valley State. And with his business, I saw where he was making a lot of mistakes. So like the year I was there, he did 44,000. After that, he gave me control of some aspects of the business, did 88,000 the next year. And I decreased his uh, expenses mm-hmm. and I increased his revenue at the same time mm-hmm. by getting more sales. So that's how I was able to pretty much double You're like, it. I can do this. Uh-huh. Like, I like this. Exactly. And when I talk to people and tell them about business, I'm like, look, you got to set like, your days up. You yeah. got to do something every day that's going towards your business. And don't be like scattered right because when you are, you're like that rat or the hamster in the wheel. You're moving, you feel yourself moving, but when you step back and look at the bigger picture, you're not going anywhere. No, and that's how it felt. And it felt like it had been like that. And I felt like even looking for employment, um, I was again competing. And I had, um, you know, when you're young, you have all this energy, you're like yeah. trying to like hire you, right? Like, they were like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to get this awesome job. And then you're in your 30s and you're like, you got kids and you get mm. hired. And then promotions, and then you see people like, and then, um, you know, now that I'm in my 40s, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I had a very different experience with the woman in the market too, as well. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard to take cut um, to get me to the next level. You mm-hmm. know, I, I did an investment, I call it an investment when I took that pay cut. Mm-hmm. I went back to school to get the you know, get I got my master's, but I did not want to anymore mm-hmm. compete in the job market. Yes, I get that. I didn't want to do it because uh, I just felt like I knew a lot more mm-hmm. to be competing with some of these people. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to take what I know uh-huh. and capitalize on it. Yeah. I'm going to sell it for the highest I can sell it uh-huh. for whoever wants to buy my service. Exactly. Right? So I'm like, I'm tired of like, do you give me a 15 cent raise? Mm-hmm. Oh my raise? god, yes. Like, those are huge memes on Facebook right now. Like, with this, with all these different communities, they're like, you know, you work all this time. But I subscribe to a lot of different um, uh, self uh, promotion or like being, you know, investing in self and with businesses and starting businesses, and like different groups, pages, and all that. And with the memes, but like people work all this time for a whole year just for a fifty-cent raise. You know who's really tipping who? Right. <laughs> I just felt like there's something. Obviously, I have spent so I spent money to go to school. Mm-hmm. I have spent years trying to develop and learning. You know, this is where where being employed mm-hmm. in accounting technically you do have to have that experience, right? If, yeah. If you graduate with an accounting degree, I have yeah. to tell you, but you don't know. Like, yeah. I didn't know you have to be trained, you have uh-huh. to do it. There's it's, a lot that goes It's the same thing with marketing. It's one of those yeah. particular degrees where you can get all the information you right. want to, but you like, if, yeah, you get the books or whatever, but even the information that you've learned is old by the time you start to apply it. Now, you can use like the same principles and stuff like that, but it doesn't like really work the way. Like, I took three accounting classes, right? And I, did you do good? I, yeah, I did. Oh, I, I did. Yeah, no, I did good. Uh, I think you were like B. No, I, I don't, I hate accounting. I really do. I really do. I love accounting. <laughs> but, like, you know, <laughs> the reason is because, you know, so meticulous and all that. But I get it, though. I understand it. Right. In order to really look at the business, you have to know where the numbers are going. You need to know basics. Exactly. Yeah. 
but no one is doing double ledger, right? When you go like into a business or whatever, you like talk to somebody who's doing the books for a small business, two, three people, even the person who's like doing the bookkeeping, I'm like, they're not like, doing no debit here and credit here. I'm like, come on, you got software products, stuff, whatever. So I'm like, you know, I was learning stuff, the principles, but was it actual practical for where we are now in the world when you have all this other stuff? No. I think, you know, with education, it gives you a lot of that knowledge, like the theory knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I didn't start going straight up to a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. So I, I was a single mom, you know, when I was in my 20s. So mm-hmm. I was working. I was, like, working my yeah. butt off. Like, yeah. you know, I had three jobs. And uh, I went to I went to the technical community college, which I'm all for, mm-hmm. because they actually teach you how to do this stuff. Yeah. So I have an associate's degree. I thought I wanted to own a, a restaurant. So I have yeah, a. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> you know, I was, yeah. Now I realized that that was like, first of all, it's hard, and you don't get paid enough, mm-hmm. right? So even though it was good for the time, that I had to work those long the hours. Twelve, you know, fifteen, yeah. eighteen hours a day. Yeah. yeah, and I just like I have kids. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, that's a hard. Yeah, they are hard. To do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so I decided to go to uh, technical college. So I have a associate's degree with uh, with Gwinnett uh, Technical College, mm-hmm. which is in Lawrenceville. Okay. And that was my first degree. And by chance, uh-huh. uh, that degree included an accounting class, which I was really good at. Oh, uh, so you felt like a hidden passion. I did, and so people will copy my homework, and I will, uh-huh. I will do the problems like right away in the mm-hmm. classroom, and I'm like, okay, I like this because to me, accounting was more like a puzzle. Right? Yeah, okay. Like I, I, I can see that. Yeah. And so when I moved to Middle Georgia and I started working with the state, I um, I had to be not accounting class, which got me a job with the state with mm-hmm. the Department of Revenue. Okay. And then I finished my uh, associate's degree. Okay. Here at Middle Georgia Tech. Okay. Which is Central Georgia Tech now. Yeah. And that's how I thought that was going to be the end of my education. That was simple, right? Yeah. And but that degree. Mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Right, and there's a lot of 
benefit mm-hmm. that obviously the government is always going to want to get their share, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So people have to realize that their books mm-hmm. are for the government. Obviously, you want to know whether you're making money, right? For mm-hmm. financial uh, purposes for you, you want to think you're bringing money, mm-hmm. but also because the government wants mm-hmm. a share mm-hmm. of what you make, yeah. yes. right? Tax laws are designed to help those people that risk mm-hmm. capital mm-hmm. or start their own things. So I think uh, people, the misconception is that, um, uh, no, we shouldn't pay taxes. Like mm-hmm. people say, you know, it's like, you know, why do I need accounting? And then mm-hmm. at the end of the year, you ask people for their documents and mm-hmm. they have no records, mm-hmm. right? They have mm-hmm. no records, they mm-hmm. don't know what they pay, mm-hmm. uh, they don't know how much they made, they can't mm-hmm. do their average. And if you really want to successfully run and grow a business, mm-hmm. yeah, you should you know your numbers. Yeah, you can't even scale your business. And it, it, it's funny, uh, like how I see these situations mm-hmm. on the shows like Shark Tank, Profit, um, all these entrepreneurial flair type shows, and you know, we'll get into that a little bit as far as you know, people jumping out there and wanting to be entrepreneurs and not understanding the work that it takes to be that. But I'm like, you don't know your numbers, you can't do anything, you can't make real business decisions. Like, I know with a council business, I know where all the different programs that we have, which ones make money, which ones don't, mm-hmm. um, know where to invest money into to make more money. Right. You know, to support the ones that don't, even though, you know, with some of the programs from a business perspective, I would eliminate them, but I'm not a therapist. So, those services are still needed, right. and from the, the therapy side of it, whatever, they don't look at the business. Um, they're looking more just serving the community, so I get it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how people don't know their numbers. Well, if you don't know your numbers, um, how are you going to why, first of all, you have to ask yourself, why are you in business? Yeah. Are you in business to make money? Or mm-hmm. why are or just because you don't want to go to work? Or yeah. what are you in business for? You yeah. know, I think the purpose of having a business is to make money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you make money, you make you have to make sure that your books mm-hmm. are, are ready to file a tax return. Mm-hmm. And then you also, you know, people say, well, you know, I had this, um, uh, client, you know, that said, well, I was told because I had a business, I didn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, first of all, they got to understand the different taxes. Right. And like, you know, what like, okay, your LLC, so pass through income, right? Right. So LLC is a, it's just, you can, the, the default for an LLC, which mm-hmm. is the limited liability for you know, corporation mm-hmm. in Georgia, you can file a Schedule C. So that mm-hmm. means you can be the one person you can mm-hmm. file a Schedule C mm-hmm. in your subject self-employment tax, but if you can get your federal ID number, which mm-hmm. cannot separate yeah. you as a person, person and the business and being its own entity and that's right. having debt and assets and all that. Right. Yeah. And then you have the other two, which is the S Corporation and the mm-hmm. Partnership, which those are um, also pass-through entities, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, you get, um, you you shift the income to your tax return, right? Mm-hmm. So they give you usually, for S Corp, they give you a K-1 based mm-hmm. on that, and then partnership, they come mm-hmm. out of the 1065 form, mm-hmm. and then you report on your taxes. So mm-hmm. the C Corporation, also are the big, big corporations, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that usually end up with ink mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And um, those actually pay dividends, you know, yeah. buy shares, yeah. they pay dividends when they're Whenever they issue um, that revenue out, mm-hmm. okay, dividends. So, mm-hmm. um, 
very different uh, for small yeah. businesses, mostly for start with the LLC. Mm-hmm. You can convert that once you mm-hmm. get to a level mm-hmm. uh, and it's four, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, which gives you, so each entity will give you different More. advantages. Yeah, advantages and stuff. Right. So, but that's the, anyone I always say, you know, separate, no. separate that. Mm-hmm. Right, you want mm-hmm. that because if you do grow the business, mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't want to be using your social, mm-hmm. you don't want to be using your name or your DBA. Mm-hmm. You use your LLC, and mm-hmm. you're not only creating a business, but you're creating mm-hmm. a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, depending if you mm-hmm. if you know anything about marketing, mm-hmm. you know the name of your business yeah. is like how do you see yourself? Like I have a vision. It's like that, and I spend a lot of time just designing my name mm-hmm. because. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wanted, I didn't want my name name. Yeah. I wanted a company name that mm-hmm. people could eventually identify. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that goes with, you know, like when you're deciding to do a business though, you know, some people don't look at, they're going to jump into a business and want to build a, like, corporation. We have uh, layers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you want that. So that's why you pick a different name. I'm like, you structure your LLC. As you grow up bigger, you but listen, you can just always say to people, if you start a business and you business as well, I mean, can you, like, say one day you're really sick, can you sell your business? Mm-hmm. Or, like, the day that you die, mm-hmm. it's going to die with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that's why I tell people don't do full partnerships. <laughs> right? And then, you know, even with the LLC, you know, um, you know, we have our, well, all of my businesses are LLC. I'm not sure my uh, accounting business, I'm a multi uh, member on the LLC. Mm-hmm. So something happens to one of us, which means, you know, still perpetuity because it still has an owner. And that's why I tell people, like, look, even with LLC, as long as you assign ownership to somebody, you can keep that business going. That's great. You know, that's right. And you know, that's what you, you know, I always say, you know, and I had a presentation not long ago it was a women's workshop you know mm-hmm. and women are starting businesses but, but they're starting very like micro businesses right mm-hmm. and it's only them doing the work and mm-hmm. I said you know you have to think big you have to think about like from the very beginning mm-hmm. what am I going to do with this I mean mm-hmm. like look in like five years do I want to really just do this same thing I know that everybody has different goals mm-hmm. but your goal is that to make sure i mean you're building an app it's almost like watering a tree plant uh-huh. every day uh-huh. right so if you take that and you can sell it i mean it's your life you know work mm-hmm. might be 10 years of your life mm-hmm. so you have to plan on selling your business but to do that obviously you need um you need to run it like a business, a separate thing, something mm-hmm. that you're running, something that you're growing, something that is alive and you're keeping it alive. And you have to make sure that if you come out of the business, mm-hmm. somebody else can still run that business. Exactly. Right? So I, I have a, a question. Okay. What would be the distinction between getting services from you and getting services to someone who's certified or CPA? Well, CPI, the biggest difference with the CPA, mm-hmm. CPAs are certified um, public accounts, mm-hmm. right? They can certify financial statements. Mm-hmm. That means they sometimes they do audits. I don't do audits. I don't do financial audits. Okay. Gotcha. I cannot put my name on yeah, an audit, you know, because it's an opinion. Uh-huh. They can come, they have a liability uh-huh. whenever they say, oh, this is like. Exactly. They can do audits for public 
companies and mm -hmm. you know uh bigger companies mm -hmm. you know not for it's, it's a different uh, designation so mm -hmm. i cannot do i have no desire to do yeah. that type of audit mm -hmm. i'm going to focus on the small business mm -hmm. impact which mm -hmm. none of these services that they need require mm -hmm. a cpa yeah so if they do have an IRS, an IRS uh -huh. audit uh -huh. is different then, than a financial yeah. audit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then also, like, you know, with small businesses, uh, I believe I read somewhere that, you know, a small business category, as far as revenue, um, with the IRS can be up to like 22 million. <laughs> so I'm like, that's still a huge small business. It is, it is, <laughs> it is. Um, level, but I mean, um, it depends, it depends, as long as you're not public, if you're mm -hmm. employed, yeah. you, know, you know, if, if you're a public company, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, for uh, auditing services, I can't, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. Those, so, know, okay, well, look into that then, uh, what would be some, from, you know, your professional opinion, some reasons why people were going to go in business to have it publicly traded? as to keeping it uh, private? Well, the, usually the biggest uh, reason why someone would want to go ahead and take a company public is investors, right? Yeah. Money. Mm -hmm. So they do, they're heavily regulated, so, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so it's not an easy process. You, you see some companies that grow over the years, you would see them, you know, from Uber to, mm -hmm. you know, all these companies mm -hmm. that they have existed. But with that, it's like really where where do you want to, most people that actually go that route, think about it, they're CEOs, CFOs, mm -hmm. they grow the company to a certain level and then they cash out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they do. Um, they're the strategy, which right. you know. But these are people, I worked for one big, big company um, in the past, and it was a public mm -hmm. company in two guys started from like a scratch, mm -hmm. right? They have grown the company, it's a public mm -hmm. company, it's a mm -hmm. huge. And the company that the company does very well, mm -hmm. and um, but it's a different type of businesses. I think some businesses mm -hmm. can get that big, mm -hmm. you know, um, for for the average person. Mm -hmm. I don't think that yeah. you, know, you have to have like you know a lot of the IT companies now mm -hmm. are going that route, like it's a startup, you know, in mm -hmm. technology or mm -hmm. different type of businesses. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would just love you know twenty million a year annually is fine, private. Um, I feel that, you know, especially when you're private like that, you can do more things in the community uh, without, like, you know, having to worry about uh, one being publicly traded. I just don't want to bring that many people into the fold. But no, well, you can have a nice corporation. You can have an S-Corp. Uh -huh. um, and, um, you know, that's a and don't have to be public, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you can have different layers. You don't mm -hmm. have to be like the one person. You can mm -hmm. still have a team. Mm -hmm. um, or you can be a C4 mm -hmm. without being public, yeah. private, mm -hmm. and um, still kind of like do the same thing. Public, you know, there there are trading the stock market. So yeah. those, share, those, those shares are, that's what it means, they're trading the stock market, mm -hmm. right? So they're regulated. Mm -hmm. They have to... You know, file like a financial mm -hmm. statement, the AK, a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff, and then you can actually go for each company that you is public. You can find all this inf information public, you know, mm -hmm. like and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, if you're not, if you don't want the shares of your company to be traded mm -hmm. in the stock market, yeah. then you can be a C corp mm -hmm. private. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, there's a lot of there's few companies, mm-hmm. even small companies that I have seen where it's only the mom and the dad and maybe a couple kids. Mm-hmm. So they kind of sh- uh, share, you know, mm-hmm. they have a split on mm-hmm. those, mm-hmm. and they run it as a company, and mm-hmm. they just get their share of yeah. revenue. You know. Okay. So uh, if somebody wanted to come to you, um, or, or I guess, what's been the biggest like company that has come to you that's been no private? Have you had like you no know, million dollar clients? No, I don't. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're Not yet. Speaking um, yeah. into fruition. Yeah. <laughs> well, but my clients to definitely get. Um, you know, I do enjoy helping the smaller, like mm-hmm. the micro to the medium size. Mm-hmm. And I do think that um, you know you're gonna find a lot of CPA offices that are too focused. But I mm-hmm. my approach is more inclusive, and that mm-hmm. is. A lot of people that start businesses, they mm-hmm. need a lot of information, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They need a lot of coaching. Yes. They need someone to say, hey, you know, um, uh, for example, I had someone and um, they need to understand, you know, they don't even understand a profit and loss statement. Oh, wow. If I send that, mm-hmm. they can't, they, they cannot tell you what that means to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, I, I get it. You know, you have to, but that's things that, you know, that's not taught in school or anything like that. You know, I had to look at a, a balance sheet, a uh, proper loss statement, income statement, mm-hmm. knowing the difference between gross profit, net profit, mm-hmm. all that, you know. Right. So, like, I get it, <laughs> but I also have to go back and think, okay, well, this has pretty much been my business path. I'm about to learn all the stuff. Yeah. Right. It's also something that, you know, I find interesting. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to hold that information is valuable. Other people, you know, they just want to, you know, they look at business like, oh, they're accounting, just, you know, it's handling it. Well, I think, you know, I think that there is uh, one of the, I, I don't know if it's something that you mentioned, but there's a lot of companies that are really focused on tax. Um, actually uh, working for wages. Mm-hmm. My oldest child, whenever mm-hmm. he got his first check, you know, I have a 24 year old. When he got his first paycheck, you know, texted me and said, hey mom, is this right? Is mm-hmm. this like a lot of money? Yeah. Like, I was like, hey, dude, you know, you're in the high tech right now. <laughs> so, so, um, <coughs> so he said, mom, does it look like it's right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I said, yes, that's right. Like, that's but you know, I, I get it though. Texas serve a purpose. That's how we have, uh, you know, police officers, you know, all these services that people go to. Uh, you know, that revenue has to come from somewhere. Right. I just don't like all the other taxes, like, uh, you know, having even, like, I was telling people, even in cities where you have establishments set up brick and mortars. I can't remember the name of the tax whatever, but basically taxing your equipment and all that that you have. Oh, you're talking about property tax. Yeah, property tax and all that. I'm like, man, come on. I'm like, every time the new year comes around, I get one from Columbus, got one from Macon. I'm like, oh, here we go again with all this. Yeah. So property, I, that's probably my least favorite tax too. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is because I think you already purchased that equipment, right? You're yeah. like, I own this stuff. This is exactly. Mine. So the, the, the uh, local entity is definitely taxing you for the use of your own equipment. Exactly. Which I'm like, now I understand we get to write it off the deal. Yeah. I'm like, that cash flow can be used for other stuff. Me, I like to spend stuff on marketing and keep growing business or whatever. And everything that doesn't go to that. Besides, you know, standard operational costs, 
I'm like, come on. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, Georgia, uh, Georgia definitely, you know, they can choose the form. They mm-hmm. have to be followed by
I have gotten, you know, like yeah. I have, I've had a few experiences. So I don't think, I think just having a business, you learn mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. You do learn every day. You learn a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. um, I always recommend, you know, I, I told my, my, my oldest son is that, you know, he's he working and that do a side task, a hustle, like mm -hmm. hustle, like I said, because... You can tell your text with a bag. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, no, that text with a bag. Right, I said, I don't care what you do, but you pick up something on the weekend where you can learn mm -hmm. how to make money. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think in this day and age, you're mm -hmm. going to be successful yeah. um, just by having a job, to be honest with you. I just don't think it's going to happen. I've seen a research study from a financial group where right. um, they said that the new millennials, or I don't even know what they're called now, I guess millennials, maybe, I don't know, but due to, you know, the baby boomers not retiring as quickly as they could due to, you know, everything, cost of living going up, still being in debt, even when those jobs do come available, they're not paying the same because those people work their way to that particular uh, wage. Um, <laughs> with everything being exponentially higher and cost more, mm -hmm. they're going to need multiple streams of oh, revenue, yeah. of income. Yeah, yeah one jo a job is not going to cut it. Well, I think the, you know, I came to the States in 1992, I think, mm -hmm. and I worked through the 90s when I was in high school, and 2000s, I think, you know, we had really good years, so I was able to pay my car, I was able to pay my insurance, I was able mm -hmm. to pay my I got my first home actually at 23, mm -hmm. working, okay. no, working mm -hmm. those jobs, maybe making $35,000 a year. Yeah. And um, if I compare like how much I pay now for things, and, mm -hmm. and, and just looking at, like that's what we talked about going back to the employment market, even mm -hmm. 20 years later, I mean, I have to tell you, the job mm -hmm. offered right now, the, there, I probably had gone back and how I pay mm -hmm. uh, from the moment I graduated, or from my first job after I graduated mm -hmm. from college, mm -hmm. I you know. Yeah. So 10 years later, instead of making more, mm -hmm. people have offered me less. Yeah, they, they can do it now. I'm like, you know, find them in and all that and just... So you have a lot of people graduating? Yeah, uh-huh. You, you have a lot of And they all gotta pay bills, so they're uh -huh. gonna take that job. Exactly cheaper than you can take it, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, so we have a, a, all these, you know, generation of people that we all thought that going to school was going to propel us into, mm -hmm. and I don't, I'm all mm -hmm. for school. Yeah. Um, but you have to, you cannot spend $100,000 yeah. when you're going to make $35,000. That's exactly. not what you yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, no, no, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not. So unless you're a doctor, mm -hmm. maybe a lawyer, but even you hear lawyers and doctors, you know, those professions, you, you can make a lot of money. Yeah, but they're huge. They're in debt. Like, I've talked to some of them. Like, they come out of medical school and dentistry school and being a lawyer. And I'm like, they're already half a million in debt. So, to, yeah, you'll make $120,000, $200,000. But I'm like, you can't pay all that back at one time because you still have to live. Yeah. So I'm like, it's gonna take years to pay off that type of amount. <laughs> it's it's crazy, and that's why I, I, I always try to push people who do have the desire to be entrepreneurs and who do show those set of skills um, into that route or whatever. Because you know, being an entrepreneur, you basically you set your income, and you can do what you want to do, 
And I, I'm telling people, like, even with me, with my uh, the accounting business and being paid that particular wage, I make what other people make working 40 hours a week is I don't work 40 hours a week. Right. Uh, realistically, I probably maybe work, like, 25 and 7 hours a week. Really? Yeah, that's that's good. how that's how I pitched the job that I have to do. Right. Um, and still being able to you know, but we also I also took that risk too though. You know what I'm saying? And that's what people don't get. Like the first three right. years I didn't even pay myself but I'm still working both jobs. I'm still like I started last year. I had a little bit invested, you know, that's one of the things that when you go if you want to start a business, mm-hmm. you have to plan. I mm-hmm. planned for three years uh-huh. before I opened the doors here mm-hmm. Yeah. Only things are contracts. And yeah. you're like, are you really ready to do this? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I have my money. I have both. I said I got. I have education. I have mm-hmm. experience. Um, I have faith mm-hmm. for you know for mm-hmm. I actually stay for um, six months. Mm-hmm. This is great. So it's expensive for mm-hmm. my business to start. Um, obviously, I am married. It's mm-hmm. difficult when you don't have someone. Um, yeah. Another support, another income. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was lucky to have that. It's mm-hmm. probably harder for people to have yeah, responsibility, yeah. right? Exactly. Like money wise, but. Mm-hmm. I had that support from my husband where if I'm not making money, mm-hmm. he's done paying the bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I had that and I plan everything. I did my budget. Mm-hmm. I say, um, hey, well, you know, like this place, but um, I negotiated my contract and said, well, that's a little bit out of my price range, but if I pay you six months, mm-hmm. you can trust the rest. Yeah, uh, shoot, they do their heartbeat because they get their cash flow. That's right. <laughs> and they said, yes. And so um, I had a lot of things, um, you know, I have been thinking about it for three years. Mm-hmm. So I had it all like, I have a little notebook mm-hmm. and um, I had it all in my mind. I think um, last year, I, you know, I'm Mexican, so mm-hmm. I opened officially my office on mm-hmm. Independence Day, okay. like Mexican Independence yeah, Day. Day. And it just felt like... Is that, is that technically in September? September 16th. Okay, yeah. okay, I was, I was right. The misnomer is the sequel to my own. No, I wanted to dispel that. That's the American. Yeah, that's the American messed up stuff. Like I met with uh, Matt, who's the bacon 
yes. after like uh, a month ago. <laughs> And I Surprise! 